Have you ever woken up late and missed a workout that you had planned and you say something like, God, I always do that. I'm so mad at myself. Think about the identity that you are putting on yourself. Now take that same example and your reaction is this. Wow, that's not like me. I heard Ed Milet say this and it was such a massive light bulb moment for me. The first response is telling yourself, yep, that's who you are. You can't get your hot mess of a self up on time for the gym. The second response is the opposite. It's saying, wow, this is not aligned with the person I see myself as. This small reaction moment completely changes how this experience affects you and how you label it. In the first way, you may feel frustrated with yourself all day and overall have a lower opinion of your ability to get things done as planned. And with the second response, you're like, okay, let's pivot and carve out time at the end of the day to get it in because I'm not a person that misses workouts. This same method applies to so many areas of life that we are going to get into in this podcast. And it's just so simple. Five words. Wow, that's not like me. And the reason why this works so insanely well is because we know that stopping negative talk is more powerful than increasing positive talk. You know I love something that is easy to remember and apply to your daily life. This is one of those. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast, my awesome friends. Today, I am so excited because I think a lot about confidence and how we can constantly be increasing our confidence and teach our kids about confidence. It's like a tricky thing, right? Confidence is complicated. And we often think that we have to be super smart or super skilled at something to be confident in it. But I think it's more of just an overall way you think of yourself and who you are and what you, how you see yourself, right? So I absolutely love this. Again, full credit goes to Ed Milet. He is so brilliant in so many ways, but when he said this, I, I was running on the treadmill and I literally stopped and I was like, oh my God, how have I never thought of it like this? So today we are dedicating this entire episode to this one, this one mindset shift. And I absolutely love mind shifts like this, right? Because this concept of overall confidence and um, how, you know, increased confidence can bring so many great things in your life. And again, teaching our kids that same thing. but. Teaching confidence is just so complicated and tricky, but that's why I love this method because it's just so simple. It is an instant shift in the way that you label something. It's just a mindset shift about something that happened that went sideways or a mistake that you made or something that you had planned it going one way and it went another way, right? Those five words are, wow, that's not like me right? And this is the secret sauce of this. Even if you've made that mistake many times, like in the introduction, the gym example, maybe you miss more workouts than you actually make, right? So if you're going based on history, it's like, yeah, that is kind of what history would say. Oh, and that's why your reaction is, oh, I always do this. I hate myself. Okay. But 
we're not reacting based on history, right? Because every day we grow and we learn, we have a growth mindset. So we're constantly growing and learning and becoming better. So we're not the same person we were yesterday because we have the information and the education. We're, you know, listen, we're, we've learned more now than we did an hour ago, right? So rather than leaning so much on your decisions of the past, we're leaning on how you see yourself. So how you align your priorities and what is important to you. So less based on decisions you've made in the past and more based on what are your priorities and what type of person are you? So you've decided health and fitness, moving my body is important to me. Therefore, I am not a person who misses workouts. So then when you miss a workout, even if you have missed quite a few workouts in the past, your reaction is still, wow, that's not like me because you've decided for sure, I am dedicated to this. I am dedicated to being my healthiest self and focusing on longevity and aging well so that I can function well in my last decade of life. So that's not like me. It's ah, like I can't even explain you to you. Once you start using this in your real life, you will really see the impact of these five words and it instantly shifts. Again, I've been listening and reading I've been building this mindset course for months and months and months, and I keep adding more and more to it so it feels like this this big master work that I'm so excited to release out into the universe soon when I feel like after all these versions, it's ready. But I've been doing so, and it's it's a online course for like resetting mindset, right? So whatever it is, it talks about, it goes through everything. All the things I've been podcasting on for all these years, but also in my own personal sort of 10-year journey to get in the most positive, healthy, happiest, most fulfilled mindset possible, right? So it goes through all the different things, um, creating your own definition of what success is and ignoring what other people tell you you they think you should be doing, right? Um, it's eliminating negativity. It's setting big goals for yourself. It's getting out of your own way. Like, I mean, it's so deep and so complex, but it's literally what I think is the most, it's like a six part. It's a six part. And I'm also going to do when I launch it a live group, right? So it's a live group. It's six weeks and we go through a big chunk chapter in those six weeks. And by the end of the six weeks, the promise is, is that you will, you will be on the path to have to be in your strongest mindset possible according to what is important to you. So again, that's like the brief overview of something that's so complex, but it's an accumulation of all the things that I've talked about on the podcast, but also my own journey of reading like hundreds of books and consuming so much content and podcasts and audiobooks and online courses for me to put together what I think is the ultimate mindset reshape. Whether you feel like you're at rock bottom and you need a full pick-me-up, we're here for it. Or if you're like, you know what? I just have these things that I want to be better at. I want to stop worrying about the little things. I want to stop letting my mother-in-law ruin my weeks. Like what? Everyone has their own journey and their own story. And I love it because in this live group, it brings together people who are live all over the place and have all different experiences and stories and history. But the thing is, is everyone has the common goal of living in the happiest mindset possible because we know the words we say and the thoughts we think create the environment that we live in every day. And we know that we are in control of those thoughts and those words. So 
I'm so amped. It feels like this big, exciting masterpiece, but I just want it to be so full and I want it to apply to people who are going through all different types of things in different ages and different stages of life. So that being said, in that work, I've been thinking so, so much on um, positive thinking, right? And in doing that research about positive thinking, I have read so much, so many studies that really prove that it's more about eliminating negative thoughts than it is about increasing positive thoughts or positive talk. Eliminating the negative is more, it, it, it um, produces more of a result, right? It's just, it, it weighs more heavily on us. So this shift from instead of beating yourself up when you make a mistake, shifting it to, wow, that's not like me. That's not aligned with who I have decided that I am is like crazy powerful because there's no more negative talk. Like what's the benefit of running yourself down anyway? Then you walk around all day, you go to work and you're like, and, and you know, you, you know, spill a cup of coffee and you're like, of course I did. I can't even get my life together. Right? Like it's this kind of like, it's this spiral of beating ourselves up. It does us no good. And hey, by the way, it's probably not even accurate because you're in control, right? You just, we need to be able to pivot. And I just absolutely love that this is one of those hacks. I mean, I don't even know if it's really a hack, but this is one of those habits that right when we see ourselves making that mistake and about to beat ourselves up, we're like, no, 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 I am not going down that path because it does not serve me. And it is a slippery slope going down. There's only one way it goes. Rather, if we flip it and we're like, huh, that doesn't align with who I've decided I am, it is such a powerful game changer. So whenever we make a mistake or a wrong choice or we fail or we lose at something, instead of all the other negative things, our job is to make it so our instant reaction is to say just five words, wow, that's not like me. You recognize that this action or behavior or choice or mistake, whatever it is, does not identify with the person you want to be. So if you feel like this would be helpful, this is the perfect time to do an activity. Brainstorm. You know I love a blank piece of paper and write out your life priorities, your, your like brain dump style. What the type of person I am is this, right? And put it all down there. What are your priorities? What are you going to spend your time on? What are you going to spend your money on? What's the most important to you? Then make sure you schedule it so it actually happens in your life. Say you really want to, say you have a very busy life with lots of commitments and obligations, but you want to prioritize health and fitness. Maybe you need to you need to schedule it, what, however it is. Maybe you schedule meal prep or grocery shopping or time to hit a sauna or, and listen, by the way, so many of these things can be so quick. I will stop by the gas station on the way home. It takes me three minutes. I pick up two massive bags of ice. I throw them in my bathtub, turn on the water, and I do my own cold plunge. And it's like the ultimate, first of all, it makes you anti-weak, anti-fragile is the better term, which is another part of the course that I love is becoming anti-fragile, which I think is so powerful in life. And it toughens you up. It's a nice challenge. It wakes you up and invigorates you. It makes you feel alive. It sucks. It's painful. But then you're telling yourself, I can do hard things. I just did that. It's kind of like you dread it. But after, I'm like, 
let's freaking go. Like, what else do you got? Like, let's do this because you've proven to yourself, like, I can do hard things. I can get uncomfortable. I can embrace the suck and I can do so much more because of it. So whatever your life priorities are right now, write them down. And I love it not in notes on the phone, but I love it pen to paper because I feel like it just, it resonates more. Like I am the type of person that that is this. These are my priorities and it could change different ages and stages and seasons of life. But in the here and now, these are my priorities. So when you do make a mistake that doesn't align with your priorities, like maybe your priority is to be the very best friend I can be to my group of friends or these these set friends, like the friends that are most important to you. And then maybe down the line, you do something that was like inconsiderate and you didn't you didn't realize or you didn't mean to, you just made a mistake, but it was inconsiderate. Rather than being like, oh, like just beating yourself up about it, your reaction needs to be, wow, that's not like me. And the best part is that sentence not only reframes it, but it sets you up to like pivot wow, that's not like me. How can I make this better? I'm going to be honest with that friend. I am so sorry I was inconsiderate. I was having my own issues go on that day. I had, I did not realize that what I was doing was inconsiderate. And you are so important to me. You are such an important priority in my life. I am so sorry that that happened in that way, right? You made big steps rather than beating yourself. I'm such a bad friend. Why do they even want to be friends with me? Like, you know, you just go down this huge spiral, but what does that do? You're just beating yourself up. This, these five words make you pivot and help you problem solve better. Ah, I'm obsessed with it. Let's talk about how it works with kids. If you have kids or even just if you don't have kids, It works with other people in your life. When other people tell you that they made a mistake, this is such a good way to share this knowledge. But let's talk about it in the way that it goes as far as kids go. So the other day on the way home from school, Presley, my 11-year-old, was saying how she has so much homework and she really needs to get ahead. She's like on the verge of being behind and she's so excited we don't have sports today because she just needs to get home and be focused. She had all her to-dos laid out and that's the game plan. She needs the whole afternoon to do it, okay? So we walk in the door. She unpacks her backpack in her bedroom. I'm I'm like getting the water bottles in the sink in the kitchen. And I hear her like instantly kind of like scream and cry. And I like ran in like, you know, she she had gotten hurt. And she was on her bed sobbing, like all, every emotion, crying, mad, stressed. And she was on her bed with her like hands in her eyes. And she was like, what is wrong with me? I always do this. And like over and over, what's wrong with me? I always do this. What's wrong with me? I always do this. And I was like, what? Like what What happened? And she was like, I forgot my laptop at school. And just like so mad at herself, beating herself up, like sitting there because listen, she had her whole day planned. She's almost on the verge of being behind. This is not how she expected things to go. Um, and she just kept saying, what's wrong with me? I always do this. I sat down with her on the bed really calmly and I just started rubbing her back. And I said, wow, press. That's not like you. Now, for the record, this is the second time she's forgotten her laptop and we just started school a few weeks ago. But I said to her, did you forget your laptop yesterday? And she's like, no. And I'm like, what about the day before? And she's like, no. I'm like, see, I'm telling you. This is not something that most days you don't forget your laptop. And Presley, you were just telling me on the way home that you've organized everything, you have a list, 
getting good grades is so important to you in sixth grade. So you told me who you are, Presley, and your priorities. Your priority is to do the work and be responsible. That's who you are, right? Those are your intentions. This was just a little a little mistake. This isn't who you are. Who you are is the priority that you've set. This mistake doesn't define who you are. It's just a little mistake, right? I'm telling you, these five simple words reframe how we label and interpret results. Sorry, and how we interpret mistakes. How we interpret the mistakes or the missteps or the forgetful things that happen to us, it completely shifts it. Some other examples of ways I just want to go through so that way I want to go through other examples of mistakes or missteps that often happen in our lives. So that way, this really hits home. Again, I love a habit that is so practical. Like I say this all the time, but I could be watching an uh, I could be watching um, a YouTube video that's so inspiring, or like watching a podcast on YouTube, and it's so inspiring. But then after you watch, it's kind of like, okay, but how do I translate that into my actual life? And even all, I can be so inspired and so like, yes, but then it's kind of like, and then I just go back to my routine. So like, I absolutely love something that gives you, that gives you a marker of when to insert the habit, right? So that's exactly what I want to do here is I want to give you examples of kind of common missteps that we all make sometimes. And in that moment, I want your instant thing to be, wow, that's not like me. That's it right away. Wow, that's not like me. Okay. Example, say you lose it, completely lose your mind with your kids. Like you yell, maybe you throw something, like you completely lose your mind on them. And then you know that moment when you come back and you're like, oh my God, I didn't control my crazy. (laughs) And you're like, oh my, oh my God, like that is not at all what I wanted to happen. That's not how I should have reacted. Okay. And even if you've done this more times than you'd like to admit, I'm telling you, after you lose it on your kids, come back, come back to earth and be like, wow, that's not like me. Because guess what? By saying those words, it makes you flip it. I will literally go to my kids and be like, I am so sorry. Listen, you shouldn't have, you know, you shouldn't have hit your brother or whatever the thing is. You, you, you should, let's make this clear. That was something that I wish you wouldn't have done, right? That was, that was hurtful. That was out of line. Or, you know, when you had your friend over, you were rude to your brother or you didn't include him, whatever the example is. That was not okay. But also what was not okay is my reaction to it. I lost my cool and that's never what I want to do with you. I want you to understand I love you no matter what. What you did upset me so much, but I shouldn't have lost it. I'm sorry. And then it's like they realize that you're human too and there's nothing wrong with saying I'm sorry. It's empowering because you own it and then you move on. That's actually, that's the other thing that I wanted to say about this. By pivoting, when you make a mistake like this, it allows you to get over it sooner. You know when you make a mistake and you just want to crawl in a ditch and stay there forever? This allows you to get to the other side of it faster. That is, that's like, that's the secret sauce of this whole thing is let's move to the other side of this as quickly as possible. Okay, other examples. Maybe you were gossiping or talked badly about someone or sort of like, spread something that was kind of a rumor that like may or may not be true. You know, maybe you just kind of got caught up in a conversation and then you got home later and you were like, man, that isn't actually what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't want to put that into the world. I don't even know for sure if it's true. Like, 
<gasps> that's going to weigh on me. What if that person finds out? What if they already did find out? All those things, right? So then it's like, wow, that's not like me. And maybe there isn't something that you can do in the moment for all of these to fix them, to quote unquote fix or make a better choice. Maybe it's just like, I'm not going to do that again. That's it. I'm not. I can't change what happened. But that's not the type of person I am. I only want to put out good things into the world. If it's not kind, it doesn't leave my lips, I'm not doing this again. Let this sting enough in my soul to where I'm deciding I'm not letting that happen again. Next, this is a huge one. Talking badly about your own body. I think that especially as a woman, and especially as a woman as you get older, but honestly, at any age, at any gender, it can be hard to love our body as it is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It can be very hard. I love that little thing that I've, that I've seen people talk about on podcasts or post on, on social media where it's like, if you're talking bad about yourself, put a little picture of you as a kid on your bathroom mirror. So that way, when you go to talk bad about yourself or think bad thoughts about yourself, you're like, would you do that to him? Or would you do that to her, to that little picture of that little kid? And it's, you know, no, you wouldn't. So in theory, it slows down or stops the negative body talk. But I'm telling you, Talking negatively about how you look or a certain body part does you no good. It just doesn't, right? So if you catch yourself doing this or comparing yourself to somebody else or in any way body shaming yourself, first of all, realize if you wouldn't talk to your best friend like that, you certainly shouldn't talk to you, your ultimate best friend, like that, right? Like if you're like, how could my thighs be so flabby? Like, how is this even possible? How, what bad choices did I, you know, like go down this whole spiral? You wouldn't say that to be your best friend. You wouldn't be like, how did your thighs get so flabby? You wouldn't because it's not kind. So if you wouldn't say it to her, you shouldn't say it to you, right? So if you catch yourself doing that, make sure instantly, wow, that's not like me. I'm a person who loves my body. Listen, it's not perfect and it never will be, but I love my body because I'm so grateful that it functions for me every day. And I know how lucky I am because so many people don't have that and wish they did. Next, wasting money. What if we make a bad financial decision, like a small financial by small bad financial decision or a bigger one, like a bad investment, something like that? It's so easy to label ourselves that I'm just bad with money or I can't even do this, or this is a man's game, or whatever it is you could be telling yourself. But how about like somehow in whatever level, if you wasted money, it's like, wow, that's not like me. I'm not going to let that happen again. Next, how about being short with someone that you're close to? You know, when you accidentally snap at someone, your spouse or someone that you're close to, or maybe a parent, and you just like snap at them because whatever is going on in your own world, in your own head, you just like, you just, you just, you just are snippy and rude and short with them and it's nothing they did. How about when you think back on that, whether it's two seconds later or two days later, you're like, wow, that's not like me. I couldn't love that person anymore. I do not want to treat them like that. And I'm telling you, it helps you not make the same mistake again because you're like, that's not who I want to be. I didn't mean to do that. That wasn't fair to them. That's not like me, Right. That's not aligned with the person I want to be. Next, how about you picked the wrong boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse and it didn't work out and it ended terribly, 
rather than labeling yourself. Like some of these mistakes are like quick mistakes, right? Like a two second mistake and other of them, others could be a 10 year mistake. And listen, seeing the positives that came out of it and realizing that that doesn't determine how you pick people in the future. How about overcommitting, right? Maybe you overcommit to things and then you're beating yourself up because you're so overwhelmed. Tell yourself, wow, that's not like me to just overcommit and then be so frazzled and so exhausted that I can't show up at, as, as 110% at everything I've committed to because I'm just overcommitted. Over-apologizing, wasting time scrolling. This is one that people tell me a lot. You know how if you should be doing whatever it is, fill in the blank. Maybe you should be doing homework or you should be sleeping or you, whatever it is, fill it, or you should be working, fill in that should. And maybe you start scrolling on Instagram and then you look up two hours later and you're like, oh my God, I just wasted two hours and I should have been doing something else that would really push me towards my goal that I really wanted to do. And it's so easy to be like, I'll never get that time back. Oh my God, I always do this. Why do I? Maybe I don't have goals. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe, no, no, no. How about let's feel the pain of it so we don't make the same mistake again. Wow, that's not like me. That's not like me to waste two hours because I've got these big goals. And if I'm going to hit those big goals, I know that my time is my most valuable resource. Next, going out of your way to make someone else's life hard. Have you ever been in this where you don't even realize in the moment that you're doing it that maybe somehow something hit you on the wrong day, you're having insecurities and you just made someone else's life harder than you needed to? You know, sometimes we just are like a pain in the ass and we're like, wow what was wrong with me? Like, why couldn't I have just been like simple and easy in that moment, right? I know what's happened to me. And in the moment, it's like, okay, maybe this is one of those things that you can't do something about. But it's like, wow, that's not like me. I'm not doing that again. Couple more examples for you. Picking a battle that you should have let go. This is a huge one, huge Picking your battles is such an important thing because listen, we could be fighting with someone at any point in our life, but who wants to live in the mental stress of that? I can't tell you how often I'll be in a situation when someone says something like offensive or, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Like if they don't, if they're not close, like especially a stranger or even someone that you, you know, kind of interact with, but like you don't know their name, but you just, you know, interact with and they just say something that's either rude or I literally am like, it just doesn't matter. It literally doesn't. I'm like, oh, okay. Or I'll kind of laugh or I'll say nothing. Don't engage in battles where there's no upside. If they're a stranger, there's absolutely no upside in proving your point to them, especially if they're being rude, because there's no rationalizing with someone who's rude or in a bad headspace or there's no rationalizing crazy. I just think that so often, if you can avoid picking most battles, you will be so much better off. Even if it's your spouse and you can just tell they're in a mood, don't let it trigger you, right? Let them be in a mood and work through it and know that you didn't pick the battle just because it wasn't worth it. Save yourself the mental headspace, right? So if you've picked a battle that you know you shouldn't have picked, then as you're reflecting back, think, that's not like me. I want to live in this headspace where I don't have all this stress. I want to be as low stress as possible. I know that life is going to be stressing without me adding any stress to it. So I'm never going to choose unnecessary stress for myself. Two more. Maybe you didn't support a friend like you wanted to. 
right? Like maybe a friend needed you and for whatever reason you just weren't quite there enough or you forgot about something that was important to them. We're all human. And I think if you can own up to it and call it what it is, and listen, if you don't even have a good reason, you don't need to feel like you have to give a bunch of reasons. How about just a heartfelt apology? I'm so sorry. Your friendship is so important to me and know that I am always here for you. And how I handle that is not, it doesn't speak to how I think of our friendship and no, going forward, you know, I am here for you no matter what. I am so sorry I wasn't in that moment, right? Like a genuine I'm sorry. Doesn't have excuses, doesn't have reasons. We don't need to fib. Like it's just, I'm so sorry. That's not aligned with who I am. How about, ooh, this is another one that people message me on. How about if you kind of go off the deep end and have, eat super unhealthy for a period of time to where you like feel terrible, to where you feel not just like feel guilty, but kind of like feel gross, right? I've done this on vacation where I come back and I'm like, oh my goodness, like what the what? So for me, I never, for me personally, it's more like volume where I'm just like, I just ate way too much. I love healthy foods in general, but listen, we overdoing anything is overdoing it. Um, but I think that, I think that that's something that it's much rather than being like, oh, I always do that. I go to one brunch and then I overeat and then I overeat for the next five days. Like what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you. You're human. We go through phases. Just chalk it up to, you know what? That was a phase. That's what my body needed. Okay. We're going to get on a new path now because that's not who I am. That doesn't align with my priorities. And we're just going to chalk that up to a little season. We, we, we needed to change up the routine, but now we're back on. Because if you don't, then you'll be like, well, what's the point? Might as well just eat healthy for another five days because I'm already, I've already gone off the rails. It's like, no, no, no. The minute you have that like realization moment, okay, and now the new phase begins. And rather than labeling yourself as like, I always do this. I always end up overeating on a weekend and then I spiral for a week. It's like, no, no, no. Just, just take it down. Accept it for what it was. You can't change it anyways. So we're just going to use it as a lesson. And then we're just going to move on and be like, okay, well, that doesn't align with, wow, that's not who I am. And we're going to make different choices starting this minute, not starting tomorrow or Monday, just starting this minute, right? Because it doesn't align with who we are. I'm telling you, when you go and when you go to start beating yourself up, instantly you have to stop yourself and just say those five words. Wow, that's not like me. We are all going to make lots of mistakes. And we're going to learn lots from those mistakes. But I really think if you can shorten the amount of time that it takes to own up to the mistake, be honest, and get to the other side of it, it will help you so much in your mental happiness, in your headspace, in your relationship with others, and you're not beating yourself up, and in your overall self-confidence. It changes it all. I'm telling you. It's the real secret to true self-confidence because we all make mistakes. And if we sit in that mistake for a long time, it kind of becomes who we think of ourselves like, right? We attach our identity to those different mistakes. And then we kind of sit, we sit in it. We sit in it. Sometimes we feel sorry for ourselves. No, 
We're going to get out of it. That does not align with who I am. I'm getting to the other side of it. I'm going to fix it if I can. I'm going to learn the lesson. I'm going to get in a new headspace and I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm telling you, you could beat yourself up for a mistake or a couple mistakes and it could go on for months, months. Imagine that. Imagine that affecting your self-confidence for months when if you just flip the story, it could affect you for a couple minutes or a couple hours at the most, but never more than, never more, never on to the next day. Even big mistakes. Why? What benefit does it serve you? Figure out the lesson, right? Because we don't want to keep making the same mistakes. Figure out the lesson. Decide that it doesn't align with who you are. Think about how you would make a better choice and move on. I'm telling you, the faster we can get to the other side of it, it doesn't sit deep in us and become who we are and who we think of ourselves like. In order to have this true self-confidence, we have to be able to rebound quickly from mistakes. I'm telling you, in your own life and in teaching your kids and in sharing this message with other people you love, it's so simple. When you, when something doesn't go the way you expected, when you make a mistake, when you lose, when you fail, whatever it is, whenever you go to beat yourself up, just flip it and just remember instantly, no, 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 those five words. And just, it's easy because the first word's wow, which is fine, right? Wow, that's not like me. It will change the way you interpret what happened and the way that you the way that you decide the person that you are today, right? Those five words. Wow, that's not like me. It will change the way you see yourself in the short term and in the long term. It will change the things that you try, the things that you attempt, the things that you achieve. It will make you more limitless, right? More limitless because we aren't trapped by these negative stories we tell ourselves about the mistakes or missteps or fails that we've had. I'm telling you, this is a superpower, a an absolute superpower. So if you do nothing else, write down somewhere where, where you will see it just for like the next week so that you can put this into your habit wheel till your routine. Just write like on a post-it, wow, that's not like me. And just like put it, you know, on your desk, on your bathroom mirror, in your car, like a tiny little post-it, just so you think about this concept over the next week. Because I'm telling you, something will happen. And I need you to instantly go to that because once you go to that and you feel how good it feels to use this tool, it's gonna be it's gonna be your new routine and you're gonna use it every time because it's productive and it helps you Define yourself not based on past mistakes, but on the priorities and on the vision. Like you as your vision of your best self, that's how we're deciding things. And that's what those five words do. It supports you in the best possible version of you, right? Because that's what it's all about is living in the way that supports what would a person do with these priorities, these things that are the most important to me what would a person that what would a person do that has these values i'm telling you it's a game changer but do me a favor put a post it just for a week in one or two places where you will see it so this becomes a part of your natural reaction it's been a game changer for me and my kids and i'm telling you i know that it will be for you too if 
you are interested in the online course that I'm doing about mindset, shoot me an email. My email is lindsay at howtobeawesomeateverything.com. Sorry, the most long email of all time. Lindsay at L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at howtobeawesomeateverything.com. I'll make sure you are on the very first list of people getting emails out when we have that ready to go all about mindset and all the things that I've been thinking about and talking about and reading about and researching for years and years. This is truly such a passion for me. And I think this community of growing and having a growth mindset and constantly working to be the best version of ourselves is the most powerful thing we can do. And um, it can be, it can just bring so much more joy and fulfillment than so than anything else we can spend our time on. That's why I'm doing it. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.